Northern Georgia was being invaded. Men and women from all over the United States and even Europe flocked to the land, scouring rivers and streams for one thing, gold. Georgia was experiencing their first gold rush, and everyone wanted to stake their claim to the rich veins that made their way through Lumpkin and Habersham counties. I wish this was one of the stories where everyone played fairly and only sought after gold in their area. But like many other parts of our country's past, the history of the gold rush is a bit muddy. You see, it wasn't just free men who sought gold. This was pre-Civil War era Georgia, and many white men sent their slaves to recover this precious metal. And they found it. Quite a bit, actually. I'm Kelly, and this is Through the Lens. You see, mining for gold was dangerous business. Even if you could avoid conflict with your neighbor over whose vein or stream you were extracting from, digging into unsafe tunnels led to collapse, and the towns that popped up around the mining areas were less family-friendly than you'd like them to be. A news article from the time complained that there was a lot of drinking and a lot of ten-pin being played. You do have to watch out for those bowlers. While I could dig deeper into the mine of information regarding the 1829 Georgia Gold Rush, that's not really what this episode is about. But I wanted to give some context into why gold is so valuable and the human cost of harvesting metals like it. Because today we're taking a look, through the lens, at precious metals and optical applications. To learn more, let's go to Dan. coatings are used in a variety of applications from biomedical devices to military positioning systems. Metallizing is a very obtuse term for applying metal to a substrate that have a very wide array of quality levels. In precision optics, vacuum metallizing is performed to achieve very specific levels of reflectance over predetermined operating wavelengths at predetermined angles of incidence to achieve the performance needed to operate an optical system. Typically, mirrors are specified as first or second surface. This basically is specifying if the light from the sensor or atmosphere will be contacting the metallized surface directly, or if it will pass through the substrate prior to contacting the metallized surface. The most widely specified metal used in evaporative coatings for the visible spectrum is aluminum. Aluminum has a respectable reflectance level that is not angularly dependent. It is also relatively inexpensive and easier to evaporate. Like other metals, aluminum can be overcoated for a few different purposes. Enhanced aluminum is a process where the raw aluminum layer is overcoated with a dielectric layer at a specific thickness to help boost the reflectance levels in a specific wavelength for a specific angle of incidence. Enhanced aluminum is a great solution where higher reflectivity is needed in a short operating band and stability is important. This is also a chance where, in this application, is sensitive to polarization, the overcoating can be designed to affect either S or P polarization. Protected aluminum is a process that is just like it sounds. The bare aluminum coating is overcoated with a hard dielectric overcoat that helps boost the metal's resistance to abrasion and chemical attack. This is important for mirrors that will be exposed to atmosphere and cleaned regularly. 
Aluminum is a great metal to work with in evaporative process and adheres well to precision optical glass, crown and flint glass, molded or diamond turned polymer optics, prisms, optical blanks, diamond turned metal reflectors with high surface polish, and diamond turned or nickel plated metal substrates. It's time for a sidebar. In the early 20th century, America was at a crossroads trying to settle on whether silver or gold should be the primary currency. While both metals had champions, only one wrote an entire political allegory for it. In L. Frank Baum's The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, a young girl named Dorothy wears silver slippers as she travels down a yellow brick road trying to find her way home. She discovers that the yellow brick representing the gold standard, was a path to nowhere, and her silver slippers, representing silver, would have taken her home at any time. Not really subtle, L. Frank Baum. If you're confused, that makes sense, because in the film adaptation, this symbolism was completely abandoned in favor of emphasizing the shift from black and white to technicolor. And if I'm honest, it's hard to imagine this story without ruby slippers. Back to the show. Silver is a challenging coating to apply because the metal is so reactive. In evaporative coatings, silver is used because it has a high consistent reflectance level from 700 nanometers well into the mid-wave infrared range. Silver has nearly 100% reflectance level that is not angularly dependent. Silver is an expensive metal, and it is on the more difficult side to evaporate. Silver is also prone to oxidizing very easily, so it must be maintained in special conditions so that it can be successfully evaporated without adhesion and uneven melting, which leads to spattering issues. Silver can be enhanced and protected just like gold. With gold or aluminum, it's not out of the question to deposit without an overcoating, basically a raw metal coating. With silver, that's never advisable due to its high prone condition to oxidize. If the application using a silver coated mirror will be in a sealed environment like a laboratory and won't be consistently handled or cleaned, silver can be a great solution for multi-spectral applications. Hey Through the Lens listeners, are you in an optical bind with delayed response and long lead times? Well, why haven't you called NACL yet? The technical experts at North American Coding Laboratories are ready to help with your optical coding project. With over 46 years of optical experience, you can rest assured that your optics are in the best hands. From the UV to IR and dip applied to DLC, we've got you coded. Connect with the experts at NACL.com. That's NACL.com today. Everyone loves gold, including the precision optics industry. The most widely specified metal used in evaporative coatings for the near-infrared, mid-wave infrared, and long-wave infrared spectrum is gold. Gold has a nearly 100% reflectance level that is not angularly dependent and extends out well past 20 microns. 
It's expensive, but not too difficult to evaporate. Like other metals, gold can be overcoated for a few different purposes. Enhanced gold, like aluminum, is a process where the raw gold layer is overcoated with a dielectric at a specific thickness that helps boost its reflectance levels over specified wavelengths and angle ranges. Enhanced gold is a great solution where higher reflectivity is needed in a short operating band and the stability of gold is important. This, there is also a chance here where if polarity comes into play, you can customize the overcoating to help it affect either S or P polarizations. Protected gold is a process that is just like it sounds. The bare gold coating is overcoated with a hard dielectric film that helps boost the metal's resistance to abrasion and chemical attack, basically makes it better to handle. This is important in the, in the specific instance of gold because these surfaces will scratch easier due to the fact that gold is a softer metal. Gold is a great metal to work with in the evaporative process and adheres well to many standard optical surfaces used in the military, medical, commercial, and avionic applications that demand durability and environmental stability. Before we go on to something a bit more lighthearted, I do want to acknowledge one more thing about the Georgia Gold Rush. The desire for gold led people to do some things that were questionable at best and horrifying at worst. From unsafe working conditions of mining through the hills of Georgia to the forced relocation of indigenous peoples, the Gold Rush highlights the lengths we have gone in order to obtain wealth, status, and power. Thankfully, we have made some progress in that area and mining practices continue to become more and more ethical. There is one more thing worth noting, and I promise it's a fun bit of trivia. You've definitely earned it because even I wasn't prepared for the severity of the gold rush. There is a quote that is often attributed to Looney Tune Yosemite Sam, but was actually yelled from the steps of the Lumpkin County Courthouse in an effort to keep the gold miners from leaving Georgia and heading west in 1948. That famous and easily quotable line, there's gold in them thar hills. See you next time. <laughs>